Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kat Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another week's edition of What a Time to Be Alive. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kat Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. How you guys doing? I'm doing okay. We, uh, Eli and I have had some trouble <laughs> on the way here. We've had a trying day. <laughs> I've just been, I think I'm sick, uh, which is like messed up because I was supposed to get a flu shot at work today. And this is a riveting story. Get, you know, turn up the volume in those headphones. And I feel like almost the sickness snuck in. They're like, we got two hours. And just like, now I'm sick. But I've been just been taking decongestants all day. And then I realized the ones I was taking aren't the non-drowsy ones. So I'm just like... Very confused right now. I'm You're very chill. Out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm relaxed as as I get. I get the lean thing now. <laughs> it's like I'm sipping off the lean, except it's just decongestants that I've been taking at work all day. Um, what else is going on there? Uh, well, that's it. W- Clearly, my my through line and my grasp You're out of, of gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a very riveting text conversation before this, where Eli was saying. Guys, I'm going to be, you're going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting today because I'm not feeling well. Uh, And then as I was reading those texts, I ate a much too spicy falafel sandwich, and now I'm having problems as well. (laughs) So I feel like your version is, your reason is way more legit than mine. But when you say like spicy falafel and then problems, like that's one of the things where the (laughs) vaguer you are, the worse people assume it's going to be. I did say I ate a spicy falafel sandwich, (laughs) and now I'm having an accident. Which I thought you were just texting me as like (laughs) diarrhea was running down your legs. No, I'm just like, like, it was just a lot. It was like, I'm still sweating. Yeah. Yeah. So basically now uh, Patrick's our dad and he has to take care of us. It's like the podcast equivalent of a Civil War battlefield right now. We got two (laughs) people who are barely holding it together. Podquest. Now there's a podquest. Podquest. Yep. Um, Spooky season. You guys uh, excited? We got a week till Halloween. Uh, it's a thing that people care about. I right. was excited, but then I ran out of contact lenses, so now I'm limited to I can only be something with glasses. <laughs> I'm really like, bummed. This is like if just my parents were on this bag. I, like, <laughs> I don't feel great. I'm feeling a little sick. And also, I have no contact. I have to be a nerd for Halloween. <laughs> also, yeah. another thing that happened to me today was I left my apartment to get coffee. And then as I was walking back into my apartment, the wind b- blew my glasses <laughs> off my face. And I spilled my entire coffee. What are your glasses made of? Like paper airplanes? What you, should, why do they fly off your face? <laughs> it was really windy so today. So you just got bullied by air? Yeah. yeah I got yeah. my ass kicked by just the weather. You got shoved yeah. into a locker? Yeah. Yeah. She had the coffee and then a, a bunch of textbooks held together with a belt that she was carrying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. My, my dissertation. <laughs> oh, that's like that bit. It's like that's the funniest thing whenever anybody drops anything. You go, my screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> it always works. <laughs> yeah, so today, not the best day, but hopefully we can turn it around on this podcast. Yeah, no, this is like the yeah. book of Job I'm hearing here. It's pretty intense. <laughs> Your life apparently is going great. Oh, yeah. No, I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> just the usual bundle of snakes in my head, uh, anxiety, and all that stuff. It's doing great. Uh, hey, we're, we're, doing, we're doing good. We're shout good. out to anxiety. Can we get sponsored by Sertraline? Is that a thing we can do? Ooh. Tune in. Uh, what a time to be alive. It kind of makes sense thematically for us to be sponsored by, like, Zoloft. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
They have the money, right? Those big pharma companies. Yeah. Do you want to be numb and not can calm we? ever again? <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Can we be the first podcast to be sponsored by Big Pharma, <laughs> just in general? <laughs> it's like GlaxoSmithKline. <laughs> Brought to you by GlaxoSmithKline. Like, oh, also, you guys uh, can't complain about uh, Big Pharma stuff at all uh, as part of the deal. Okay, cool. <laughs> You can't talk about sickness at all. Just uh, talk about how good uh, research is for everyone. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, Halloween's good. I'm excited. For, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. Everyone have a good Halloween. I'm I mean, go you know, you guys... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I've been saving this one up, but you guys uh, 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 like haunted houses, like scary houses? Uh, <laughs> scary houses. If you want to, uh, you're, su- you're such thank a you narc. For clarifying <laughs> what haunted houses are. Yeah, Hello, so teens. Imagine yeah. a house. <laughs> but it's scary. <laughs> Would you kids like to come with me? No. Um, they're the scariest sure, house. Sure, I'll go in a house. <laughs> I hope it's just a regular one. I get spooked so easy, and then I have an accident. <laughs> Always with the paper boy with you. It's always uh, uh, always one of the newsies, which you haven't fun. seen. Yeah. So you got a you have an impression Why of something you don't even. I would have seen You can get mad if you're not seeing Jaws. No one's mad because I didn't see newsies. It's pretty good. You should see it. Yeah, I won't. But wait, why did you bring up scary haunted say, houses, uh, aka scary houses? Yeah, well, or monster house. I was trying to think of which is the best one, but this is a already a real. You know this, this is already oh, a really good joke. Do you know what the scariest houses? School... Which one is it? The White House. Oh! <laughs> Is that your same joke? I was going to say 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> oh, okay. That's better. Yeah. When I was in high school, there was a haunted house fundraiser for some bullshit, and a lady came in to talk to us about it, and she kept calling it The Haunt. She just kept referring to it as The Haunt. The Haunt? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's now what they're She's called She's like, I'm me. a busy lady. I don't have time for this Ed House stuff. I got to get in. I got to get out. Yeah. You know, let's cut to the chase. It's just the so, haunt, okay? Number, number one scariest house, the White House. Yep. You want to know what the number two scariest house is, Patrick? W- what is it? It's a regular house, but there's a spider in there. Eek! That's true. This is good. See, this I need is, this to is not the, take decongestants the... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't this podcast just a countdown of the scariest houses? Yeah, yeah, that's true. We should. Well, we, we have time. Next week is Halloween, so maybe we just record uh, Ooh, the scariest houses. Let's do a countdown houses. of the scariest houses. Do you guys have any, so you, you have to be some kind of nerd. Uh, Eli, are you, go, are you going to a costume party, do you think? <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I haven't put a lot of effort into it. I, I feel like all I talk about on this podcast is Snowman. Yep. <laughs> had three episodes. Well, of the two official episodes, I've talked about Snowman. You thought we were going to we get through this without somebody bringing that up. But yeah, no I I, uh, I don't know. I kind of panicked. And so I'm going to be the snowman from the posters. I got a big white sweatshirt. And I'm going to look my, make myself look like a snowman and then have a big bag that says, Clues for Mr. Police. And then, you know, maybe find somebody to be Mr. Police. And hope I don't run into any actual police while I'm very drunk. That's Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, hello, Mr. Mr. Police, you could have seen. What the fuck is... In my, in my experience, the best costumes are the ones that you have to um, explain to someone. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Generally, those go over... Um, Conceptual. Well, I spent $23 on Amazon Prime, so it's happening. <laughs> what are you going to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably... I'm going to be visiting my folks, so I'm probably not going to be doing a Halloween, per se. Um, you, you could scare them. Uh, yeah, well, I already do, folks. Uh, <laughs> Good one. Uh, this is the worst, best episode yet. I, uh, <laughs> No, I, I'm you know I, I'm glad it's one of those things where you know Halloween is fun conceptually, and then it comes time to actually do it, and I never think of a good idea in time, and it's always a scramble. I did uh, Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's two a couple of years in a row. Uh, the second time was because did you I have was people like, to prop you up? Uh, I just kind of like imposed myself on other people, but but the thing <laughs> you is, just <laughs> creepily draped yourself. Well, they were my over friends. They were not just yeah. strangers, but. Uh, <laughs> 
my friends. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's cool. It's Remember that movie from like 20 years ago? Yeah, it's like that. Um, 30 years ago? But um, Weekend Breeze 2 is the one where uh, when music is playing, he can walk because he gets like a part, like a, they screw up a voodoo curse or a mm. voodoo spell and he, That's a good... and he walks towards treasure. Mm. So... <laughs> So if you're, <laughs> this is someone who didn't. This, know this is a real. Mo- this is a real movie that came out. Uh, it's very good, and uh, he's in some kind of aggressive, you know, amount of. De- he's not like visibly decomposing, but presumably his body is decomposing. So that's um, what you did. You were like, "I'm Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's," and they're like, "Aren't you supposed to be held up?" And you're like, "I'm from the second one." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a curse. Follow me for treasure. Like I said, kids. it's always better when you explain. <laughs> yeah, I do like a costume that. Um, makes you behave in a certain way. Like, I yeah. think that's, like, a fun... Yeah. Well, yeah, Bernie uh, has, like, the act like you look like, you know, because he did, yeah. like, he had, like, the dead arms and, like, the, the sideways head. And that's, like, you get pretty drunk anyway, so that's, like, a good... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that fits the... Uh... The most fun version of that I ever had was I went as a bachelorette party for Halloween. <laughs> that was extremely fun, because it's just a license to be the most irritating person you yeah. can possibly do. Did we yeah. talk about this last week with Vegas, or is that a different... Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm very proud of that costume. Cut it out. <laughs> you talk about the Cut snowman. Cut it from the podcast. You talk about the snowman. I talk about one time I went for, as a good thing for Halloween. Welcome to the Vegas The people are snowman paying no money past. for this podcast. They deserve... I did a thing in college where I, there were four of us. None of us could think of anything to do. We went to like a party city or whatever. We bought like butterfly wings like samurai swords and we wore like the same like navy like navy blue polo shirt and khakis and sneakers and then walked around and we just gave a different story to everyone who asked what we were and they had to believe it because like there was no other reason for four people to be dressed like the same thing so whatever we oh. said it was like uh we're anime i, I don't know uh, <laughs> it's just anime and it's just like so that was a, a kind of a fun bit uh for a little while but then it just got stupid because yeah the, the the wings were not comfortable. I lived in a huge house of guys in college and like, um, like a house that guys lived in. It wasn't a house made of guys, you know, like stacked on top of each other or anything. That would be a scary house. That sounds pretty spooky. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we were the Muppets for one Halloween, but there were so many of us, because like 10 of us lived in the house and then we had friends that we like ran through all the good Muppets. I was fucking Sam the Eagle. <laughs> Nobody knows who Sam the Eagle That's not even Eagle like a core is. Muppet. That's not, he wasn't even he's one of the He's not even a second. He's like a tertiary Muppet. Yeah. 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 He's like a character actor of Muppets. Yeah. He's like just in Treasure Island and he like pops out of the crow's like nest. If you get to Sam like, the Eagle, ho. you've, already, you've like already blown through Scooter and Skeeter at that point. Like, like you're already... We, the, the draft was deep. It was like you were lucky to get Ralph. It, was, <laughs> it went it went quick, and I wasn't paying attention. But well, yeah. speaking of spooky stuff, should we get into our yeah, into our it. list? Uh, our first yeah. entry, pretty spooky. Okay, let's do it, guys. First, yeah, this Halloween. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I should remember that that's going to happen. Yeah, I forgets the drops because he's on drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the Halloween episode, folks. I get scared for you. Um, that really did scare me. Uh, <laughs> Decongestants, GlaxoSmithKline. Thank you for sponsoring a podcast. Um, yeah, the first one, so Halloween themed, is the, it's from the show The Walking Dead, which apparently is still on. I episode one hundred. Is it? Yep. All right. Amazing. Well, hundred sure hours of TV. <laughs> hundred hours of just thrilling television. Turns out that man is worse than the zombies. That's uh, the yeah. that's the theme, well, and it just th- keeps going. Yeah, that's the thing. It's because you think the Walking Dead's the zombies, but it's not. It's that guy whose name is Walking Dead that yep. they meet in the third season. It's Christopher it's, Walken. Yeah, he goes. Wow. And he's dead. Um, but so in the first the, the the season premiere just happened. I didn't watch it, but I did hear this, <laughs> and then I verified it. 
I definitely thought this was fake. This is how news works, by the way. (laughs) This is no different from half the people that are like on Twitter and just like retweet CNN and they're like, I'm a journalist. It's like, you're not. You just, you know, they're like, I'm a pundit. I'm a bit of a, you know. I'm a a bit of a wonk. I'm a bit of a political mind. And I'm like, because you retweet AP like all day. Anyways, now that they're roasted. MSM rant. Now that they're roasted. um, So in the... In the like very beginning of this episode too, um, there's a thing where whatever his name is, Rick is like, I guess I don't know, sick or something. Like I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. Ugh. But they're playing the Weird Al song. Another one rides the bus softly in the background. Isn't it like during a dream sequence too? It is, but it's not enough of a dream sequence to be like, like if they were trying to play it off, like it's crazy, it's a dream sequence. So a Weird Al song is playing. Yeah, it's so no, weird. it's not like funny. It's like a yeah. Like, the shots are like of like a cane near a bed. It's and like a, a Sopranos dream sequence. Yeah, like, yeah. It's serious. And what, in the back, we... you can just hear. If you haven't heard another one rides the bus, <laughs> it's like an. It's a Weird Al song based on another one bites the dust, which also wouldn't work very well. Um, and there's a lot of like. Fart sounds in it and stuff. If you haven't heard it, here's like a short clip. Another one rides the bus. Another one rides the bus. And another comes on. And another comes on. Another one rides the bus. Yeah, that seems like so, serious yeah, zombie so stuff. That yeah, just a show like, about existential angst. But they didn't. It's so because it doesn't make any sense. Like, did someone think that that was a real? Like, how did that happen? Did, you think someone got confused and thought that was a real song? Well, like, what, who maybe knows? AMC cheaped out on the licensing? Like, yeah, no, they like, couldn't license actual Another One Bites the Dust. Maybe, so yeah, maybe, just... maybe there's the, the music coordinator for Walking Dead got his fucking Discover Weekly from Spotify and it had Another One Rides the Bus and he wasn't looking at it and he's just like, this is a great jam and it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Likes it and, like, puts it in the show, but it's, it's, it's in there. But then even in the show... It's they like distorted a little bit and dropped the volume. So if you don't know Weird Al songs, it does sort of just sound like you know, one of these kind of like country rock sort of like, oh, but yeah, because this is like early Weird Al where it's like it's very like lo fi. Like, I feel like it could it's just accordion and farts (laughs) and then Weird Al. (laughs) And he's like, the lyrics are all like, he's like, he's like, this guy's a weirdo, and then. That's why they call him Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about himself there. Yeah. I do feel like there's probably a lot of crossover between Walking Dead fans and Weird Al fans. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like that's that that Venn diagram is a But also like music is supposed to be used to evoke some kind of emotion. (laughs) And I feel like it's very jarring with anything in the Walking (laughs) Dead that's gonna be going on. Like I'm trying to think of like What emotion does Weird Al evoke? It's that the use of that song is like zaniness and emotion. What if you were like at a funeral and then someone slipped on marbles? Like that's the because like, (laughs) oh, this is sad, but what's happening? Like or like the priest walks out with like one of those like turd Ferguson cowboy hats. (laughs) Like, is this sad? I don't know. I don't know. I love Weird Al though. I uh, at my bar mitzvah party. I was instructed by my parents. They were like, what music do you want? And then I was told that I w- no one wants to hear that much Weird Al at your party. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Mom and Dad, two, weird, two words. What was our quota? Weird Al. <laughs> oh, yeah. Word Al. How much Weird Al were you allowed to play? I think they left in like maybe one song. But I wanted more. Like One song isn't even that bad because if you're there, you're like, oh, it's a funny song, I guess. And like, so well, you talking like, about the Weird Al originals or the Weird Al parodies? That's a, that's a key different distinction. No parodies. Like, okay. like, like I think you weren't playing you like could, the Night Sandman crazy. You could get away with crazy. like Amish Paradise. Like you could slip Amish Paradise into like a 
like a party playlist, and I think people would probably be, think it was like kind of funny. Yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I think so. I wanted like multiple. Like it was clear <laughs> that I just enjoyed his oeuvre. Right. Well, like, he's one of the best. He's one of the best to do it, man. He's, yeah. You know, he's weird Al. Yeah. I was uh, at a wedding uh, on Halloween two years ago. Spooky. And I right. Well, did and, the bride uh, and groom get married in costume? They did not. Uh, I would, but I, they, else I know is somebody going to a scouted me. Wedding. Scouted me out. It was in like Central Park, and uh, and uh, I was told by the DJ when I requested it that the DJ would not play the Monster Mash on <laughs> Halloween at a wedding. That's the one really time uncool. They and it's like, it. is that ever gonna? This this is it. This is the dream, and it's never gonna be real. There's like, in what other context would you ever play the Monster Mash? At a yeah, you mean anywhere. <laughs> it's where, always appropriate. That's where you would do the mash. Yeah. Have you ever been on the subway when someone's had like a speaker that they're like playing music for yeah, everyone? Yeah, yeah. I would really enjoy that guy playing Monster Mash <laughs> on the subway. I mean, I have the a Showtime whole... guys. <laughs> <The> showtime. <laughs> uh, a seasonal and then they Showtime. Do the Monster Mash. They're just clapping and cheering, and it's oh, just the Monster Mash. That'd yeah. be wonderful. I did my five-year college reunion. Oh, I think it was my five-year. Uh, we had like a DJ thing, and I requested the Monster Mash numerous times. And this is like in June. And uh, the guy finally played it at the end, so he really roasted me. He was like, "He was like, this is a song we're using to get everyone out. You've all been waiting for it, (laughs) and just started playing it." And uh, Dude, people were like, what the hell? Like, and then I like guy. ran out onto the floor. I was like, no, I'm happy. This is what I wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to hear weird stuff. That's all I care about. I remember uh, we had a, my friend's wedding. We were there. I was like, like the same dude who lived. It was one of the Muppets. I don't remember which Muppet he was. But he got married, and we were at the wedding. And like his dad, like his dad like partied with us on the like dads and grads day. And like from that, just like loved us. And then he was at the wedding, and he like gave a speech and it, during part of the speech he goes this table over here these guys are crazy like that and we're like okay and then the dj came over and was like well what does the crazy table want to hear and we requested mississippi queen about <laughs> five to six times <laughs> and i think he he played it more than once <laughs> nice and the guy who's winning it is doesn't like the song mississippi queen it's a good song as far as i remember but well <laughs> that's number seven everybody we did it yeah uh, we're gonna uh, we we'll keep the countdown rolling here Number six. All right, so this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Um, he went away for a while, uh, but he's back. He burst back into the spotlight in a big way. I couldn't uh, be happier. I'm so glad he's back. Famous, hundred percent leave the spotlight. Millennial no. comedian Dan Ninen. I mean, I already had a Google alert for him, so he's never left the spotlight. Yeah, and, for I mean, me, but, but, but he 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 kind of reached his like peak right around the election because he was kind of in a lot of stuff, and then. There was an expose that was done, kind of about like this guy's not really thirty five. Uh, yeah, you need to like. There, there was a, there journalism. was a. Okay, so so Dan you need to backtrack. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. backing it up. There's so much mythology here. All right, so Dan I, and I'm I'm just gonna give a, a, a quick and dirty version here because there's a lot of lore. Around we encourage Dan you to to do your digging on this. But but he's a he is a uh, he's a comedian who, the story he tells is that he you know he was working at Intel and uh, and he uh, like. Took a stand-up class and did so great in the stand-up class. Somebody said you should become a comedian, and then he just miraculously ended up becoming a successful comedian. Now he does corporate events, gets paid tens of thousands of dollars, flies on private jets. Yeah, it should be said like he is more successful than any of us. Oh, for oh sure. yeah. Like all of us combined are not as successful. Right, as and that's Dan an important Knighton. thing to note. But <laughs> but we're all we also don't have to live in the in the body and, and mind of Dan Nine. Which that's I think true. Is, but but so he has like he has like superhuman weird confidence. He also, for a long time, kept like an enemy's email chain, and he would and he would send like mocking emails to open mic comics who 
don't need to be kicked when they're down, you know, but just like, this is why I don't do drugs or drink because I'm a successful comedian. You guys are all drug addicts and I'm I'm eating steak on a plane. Yes. He punched a reporter. Yeah. There was a reporter in DC um, for the, uh, it was uh, like, I think it was like the funny, like DC's funniest reporter, but he was like an act during the thing as like an actual comedian. Okay. Okay. At the DC improv, I think. And somebody was, uh, he was, I think I forget where he writes for, but it's a guy named Josh something, but he was, Live tweeting how the, how unfunny he is. Like I can't believe this guy's doing a Bill Clinton Arnold Schwarzenegger impression like conversation. Hell yeah. yeah, I don't think we've like actually directly said it here yet. This guy sucks. Yeah. At oh yeah. He's really <laughs> bad. He's the the <laughs> thing that the thing that I think that Dan Nyden could get booked on a show at UCB and think he was killing because everyone is laughing because they think he's doing a bad comedian character. Yes. And everyone could go home happy. Because he would think that he had like a great set, yeah. they would think that they saw like an amazing character work, and there's like two ships passing in the night. No one would know that <laughs> there was no meeting of the minds on anything that was going on. Like this is not a bit. This is my actual yeah. act. His what's his his number one joke? The, his big the opener. Tra- the tradi- the uh, the signature nine and yeah uh, uh, jest signature nine and bit is um, I'm uh, well first he goes he walks out and he's like I know what you guys are thinking. Classic hallmark of a good comedian. Yep. Yeah. What race is this guy? Because he looks, I guess, like more than one. Uh, he really, I don't. I was thinking it. Yeah. The first you time know. I saw him, for sure. That's, I, I, you know, I reeled back from my computer screen and I went, hold on. And then he went, now I know what you're thinking. Yeah, you know, every time you, you, sir, you, know, every time you see somebody, you want to peg what race they are yeah, before go, you can go on to the next part yeah, of the interaction. Yeah, you can't take in any other information. Yeah. Yeah. I before my... I start talking to you, please tell me your ethnic background. <laughs> yeah. I have a. I just keep a notepad in my pocket, which is just a tally. I gotta keep track. Like, I'm not gonna hear anything else you say until you tell me what race you are. Yeah. Okay. Kachoo. Uh, that's the sound of a pen to me for some reason. Doing a check mark. Um, you guys didn't see that. Uh, and then and then he goes, uh, I'm half Japanese and half Indian, so you know what that means, and nobody does. And he goes, it means I buy my sushi at Seven Eleven. Yep. Or he when he gets a little crazy and riffs, he gets his sushi with curry on it. That's a classic. Ah. That's, that's been a more recent one. He usually opens the set based on the ones that I've seen recently, where he just thanks the people who flew him out, including the airline who is not there. Um, <laughs> the airline is not there for the event. They were yeah. just the you know. But um, yeah, so he's he's really bad. But he has a whole thing where he um, you know is doing gigs of some kind I and don't his know. latest yeah, his latest grift is that um he was in an article around the election about b- millennial trump yeah so, so he's yeah. so he's he, he's the, old he, the other thing he about gets, him is that he's, he gets, he's a relentless self-promoter and, and what happened he lies about his age he lies about his religion he lies about his politics he lies about anything to get in the paper or get on the news or whatever because he goes on uh he was on one of those websites like helper reporter where they can just look for people that think xyz and nobody was nobody was doing any background checking. Yeah, and so he just appeared in all these things. He would just appear in these things about you know millennial dating, and it's like I, we, everyone knows this guy's at least fifty yeah. years old. And this is ridiculous that we're even having this. Dan Dan Ninen keeps getting like media appearances and keeps getting booked as a stand up, the way that like John Wayne Gacy also like got to be a clown a couple times because people just didn't know. They just don't <laughs> know what's going to happen. Because he's, he's a killer, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he. So he he burst back onto the scene. He there was a big thing in the Daily Beast about how you know this this because people got really interested in him because it's like well, who was this guy? Because people found the article in like the Chicago Tribune about he was a, how he was a millennial Trump voter, and then 
people complained to the Chicago Tribune, <laughs> and they took him out of the article because they said there was a comment and a correction that said, we removed one of our voters, uh, you know, because there were questions raised as to the accuracy of his reported age. And so that was like the first salvo. And like the and then there was a big Daily Beast article about his whole deal, and it's relentlessly fascinating. And he kind of went away for a while. He went underground, worked on sure. some new bits, as we'll hear in a little bit here. Um, but uh, he came back on the scene uh, earlier this week, or last week, rather. I think it was on Tuesday night, last Tuesday night. He was um, on, like, CBS 2 News here in New York, and he was as a millennial who was a millionaire. That was his thing. I don't think either of those things is true. I don't know. I can't speak to his finances, but... Um, I, yeah. So there's video of him showing off his apartment, which does not look like a millionaire's apartment, but this is New York, so, you know, obviously apartments are expensive. Seems so. like a guy with a lot of has a lot of bitcoin (laughs) i think he definitely has bitcoin uh and so he that was the first thing and the second thing was he appeared on the bill for a fundraiser for uh i think the guy's name is omar navarro who is a one of like the trump orbit sort of online lunatic candidates who's trying to like take down uh, he's running in the district that maxine waters is in so he's presumably going to lose 78 to 22 or something because and the group of people at this fundraiser was insane so dan was dan was kind of the cherry on top but there was there was there were a lot of the a lot of the heavy hitters in the in the magazine this is his second time running i think and the first time he got 25 percent of the vote yeah and like publicized it being like not bad (laughs) right Well, pretty bad. And so it's pretty bad. It's, it's actually some, not very good at all. Someone could someone call it a crushing crushing loss. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, among others, there were um, uh, uh, Joy Villa, who is most famously known as uh, the lady who wore the Trump dress to the uh, Grammys red carpet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which then became became her like angle Global to superstar. start selling uh, her songs t- at, at, to uh, conservatives. Um, Kaya Jones, I think it's Kaya, it might be Kaya, but uh, she was in the Pussycat Dolls before they were famous. Um, <laughs> that just ex. means so she wore a bodysuit. Uh, but okay. She, well, okay, but there's a lot going on with her because she is a. She says part of why she got kicked out was she was conservative. She's also since claimed that there was they were run like a prostitution ring, so she was trying to get some of that Weinstein, you know, like shine. Oh, okay, okay. I think, or at least certainly the timing was, uh, and then uh, <laughs> prostitution ring slash R and B sensation, right. <laughs> pussycat uh, yeah, And the rest of them all, I think, denied it. But anyway, um, and she was also weirdly on stage, or uh, she was performed at the Las Vegas shooting. So she was. She was oh, there wow. for that. So she's I, been around a I lot like of these things. That's that, a very like, weird way to phrase yeah. that. Yeah, you said that like she was like booked to headline the shooting. <laughs> yeah, like she was on oh, the yeah. bill. <laughs> true, huh? She was on the bill at the event. She where performed the before. Occurred. Well, right. Well, it was a, as we all know, it was a false flag, so it was planned to be a shooting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, they, when they yeah when they finally take off all that the redaction on those documents yeah when they get the, when they the, get the, the CIA booked her it was ISIS that planned it uh, it was a failed FBI operation um so anyway so she's in, in the mix on a lot of these hot button issues these days uh, so she's there to do something I don't think they sang I think they all just gave speeches um so the that, only entertainment was Ninen no one else entertained well they had like a little play I don't know if I'd say Ninen entertained I need to know but... if I need to know if her Twitter bio says ex pussycat doll I think it probably does former pussycat doll <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably does but uh so there, and there was a, a a lady who was a contestant on Survivor whose name I cannot remember sure. but, but she's don't, just, you should not remember but her who name. was also a conservative so that's a credential for this as well and uh, and then uh, obviously the star of the show, the real uh, the real heavy hitter was Joe Arpaio, Sheriff Joe, the disgraced former sheriff. 
Yeah, the man who tortured people. Yeah. Pardoned by the president. Um, so it's Dan Ninen opening for Joe Arpaio. That's what we're setting up here. A dream uh, bill. And, you know, Ninen was one of those guys who was, uh, you would think he would play it both sides politically and not really do anything that would, but I think he knows now the, where the money is. And uh, if he's a good self promoter, you know, he's a smart guy. So. Uh, somebody fortunately took some uh, Facebook Live video of this event, some college Republican-looking guy uh, that was there, and uh, we're going to play a little clip of, of some of Dan's uh, hot new stuff that he's been working on during his time off since uh, the election or so. So here we go. I live on the corner of 23rd Street and 6th Avenue. Does anyone know what happened there a year ago? Does anybody know what happened? No, 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 there was a bomb in a dumpster on my corner, remember? There was a bomb in a dumpster on my corner, on my corner, September 17th, last year. September 17th, there was a bomb on your birthday on my corner in New York. And although I heard it wasn't, I heard the rumor it wasn't a bomb, it was somebody trying to charge the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. <laughs> to be clear, that Uli was not any one of us. In the middle, there All right, so then he spends a little time trying to get everyone to sit down. So, so oh, we'll, man. we're gonna set the stage here. It's a, it's a brightly lit. It's in. A, I think it's in a Trump. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in a Trump golf club. So because these people all cannot not give money to Trump. That's like Try, part of their whole thing now. A nine in bit trying to like <laughs> decipher it is like. Have you ever done one of those puzzles where? Like you have to pull with like equal pressure on multiple parts for it to come apart. Yeah, that's <laughs> what trying to figure out a nine. And well, I mean, I think like. you got to give him credit because there's no fat on that bit. I mean, there's nothing he could cut. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I did. I will say, I felt a a small pang of sympathy for him just as a comedian yeah, when you could hear a woman yeah. going, "That's my birthday." Right, so, okay, well, well, let's let's run down. Okay. The, we'll run down the heckles because okay. there's a few of them. But uh, <laughs> just to set the stage again, he's he's in a brightly lit, like you know, grossly garish gold and all disgusting kinds of crap, event hall. You know, uh, in a, and carpeting yeah. on the floor that has some kind of pattern on it. He is sitting Steam tables. He, probably he's sitting on. He's like he's on a stage that's maybe like two feet high. He's at least 20 yeah. feet from the nearest person. So, you know, like when you're at a comedy show and you, well, you want the crowd to be really far away because yeah. it makes you feel confident and good yeah. mm-hmm. that you, they, the that they're a lot quieter. The smaller you appear in the audience's uh, line yeah. of sight, the funnier you are. And the brighter because people like to really cut loose and laugh when it's really bright. Yes. yes. Uh, so it's, a, it's a good please. setup for that. So it's basically, look, this is fish in a barrel. You know, he's going to come in, he's going to crush with these people. These yeah. famously. Uh, famous good sense of humor mutants who are donating $125 per ticket to see this guy who's going to lose by 80 points uh, to Maxine Waters. Uh, so, so we have the the heckles. Now, it, another thing that's good to do as a comedian, and I think we can all just speak professionally here. You know, yeah. you, you reference something from a year ago. If you're asking yeah, uh-huh. someone if they remember something from a year before, <laughs> yep, that's a good start. That's like you know yes. already. Uh-huh, yeah. and, and make and sure before the... you move on. That they remember it. And, yeah. and also, ideally, if it's something that's across the country and not where they are. Yes. Yeah. And it's important. Uh, you know, you got to you gotta make stuff seem personal as a community. You need to be personal, which is why you should uh, just obviously lie that you lived on the exact corner whatever happened was. It's important to, to give people who don't live in New York uh, cross streets. Yes. So they can yeah. get a better sense um, and maybe have never been to yeah. New York. But this also, way they can know. There's no way. There, you know, if you tell a joke and you're just like, there was a bomb in New York, people are yeah. going to be like, 
I can't really follow. I can't this. put myself there. I need but to know they, what cross streets. Yeah, what, what avenue like, was it on? How, yeah. how close to the meatball shop was? It? How <laughs> am I supposed to laugh at this if I do not know your home address? Yeah. Right. What's I need the to know closest tail and heart. I need to know like what how you're doing financially. What kind of neighborhood are you? What, yeah. What's going on here, Dan? Yeah. So, what artichoke pizza do you go yeah. to? So so remember that what happened a year ago? And yeah. the first heckle was the guy who says, "Oh yeah, you owe me twenty bucks from that thing." Um, Dan's response to that was to not respond and just say, "No, no, on my corner, on yes. my corner." <laughs> Classic move. You just steamroll through the heckle. You don't, you know. And yeah. then I believe the guy says again, uh, "You owe me twenty bucks." Again, no response. Pro move. Um, and then uh, he says uh, on September seventeenth of last year. And then uh, the lady says that that's my birthday, which um, again no response. Uh, yeah. Which again is a pro move. Um, that was that one's fun because. That's somebody who just has zero impulse control. Yes. Yeah. Like that's just a person who like that's not attempting to ruin the show. That's not attempting. No, to No, that's someone yeah, who's I'm very with, excited that someone said the date. That's just a person who I'm just with, hears. I'm with oh. Kath on this. That is not a nine and thing. That is like that's legitimately stupid and shitty, and people <laughs> do do it. I hate when people do that in life, much less at a comedy. Oh yeah, show. no. I, mean, I think I think what happened is because he's the only one doing anything resembling a. a speech or a, you know i mean right. joe arpaio did said a bunch of insane shit i'm sure after him probably was did better jokes but um i feel like joe arpaio has more stage presence yeah but but yeah, but I, I don't think the, I, I think it seemed like people were kind of milling around during so yeah. he was not done a lot of favors by the organizers of this thing okay okay but he got paid presumably some obscene amount of money for this which is also hilarious because the the idea of a campaign that's probably floundering giving dan nine a bunch of money like everyone involved just i'm yeah. doing like the chef's kiss <laughs> like a yeah, pizza yeah, box yeah. So um so we get to uh, uh we get to uh the the real we get to the punch you know when it when and you set up you set up the premise say, hey you guys remember that thing a year ago across the country yeah. that even remember, in, even in New York was probably a news story for yeah less than a week you guys remember yeah. on twenty fourth and sixth yeah, uh, in New York garbage a year can ago made a, a bomb a bomb in a dumpster um and uh, then he really hits him again he says uh uh I think it was because someone was uh, I heard it was because someone was charging a, a Samsung Galaxy Note Seven, which is another reference to a thing that was a year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people like it when you make them work for finding out why something's funny. It makes them feel smart, you know. So I think it's it's a good play to just throw down two references that are uh, so yeah. far past the date of expiration that you could have made up two things and no one would quite have questioned it. Also, yeah. like it's good to express. Basically, there are two facts you need for this bit. There's <laughs> two pieces of information. Right. Um, uh-huh. Make sure the if you wrote the bit out, it would be a, a page. Right, like and you, that's and, and you want your punchline to be like explaining the joke as it's happening. That's yes, right. and, and and then you get the desired response, which is the guy holding the phone to go. Bleh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Just, wonderful. Yeah, that's how you write a really good joke. Not to get all like too into the trade. Sorry, this we're getting we're talking shop. Yeah, here, yeah. Right. it's behind the curtain. Choose, stuff. choose like a noun or a verb of something that happened. Then just think of something else that does that verb, and then you just kind of combine those. Like you could do a joke that's like, I heard there's. Uh, you guys remember those terrible floods? I heard they were uh, Trump's pee from the tape, and then that's like a good <laughs> joke that you could do. Yeah, I laugh. Something like that, you know. Yeah, that's that feels a little bit more mentally like easily accessible than than what well, we no, heard. well, that's because yeah. Eli told it in fifteen seconds. Yeah. If he told it, I didn't have time in, to set it up exactly yeah. in true nine in style. He would have referenced the specific date of a flood and where he lived in proximity to right. it. Right. Yeah. It would actually be <laughs> no, but it would have been, like almost been funnier if he'd, he'd like tried to blame like 
the actual like towers on a Galaxy Note Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a good punch up. Is, is yeah. blaming nine eleven on a yeah. Hey Dan, yeah. what what happened in those towers? Did somebody uh, try to charge a Samsung Galaxy Note Seven? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Uh, you know I, that, that would actually uh, play yeah, with hey, those uh, people because hey, they think that it's all fake demolition. Oh anyway. no! You'd be like, you'd be like, hey, I heard uh, uh, Kim Jong Un is working on a nuclear program. Uh, it's charging a Samsung Galaxy <laughs> Note Seven. Yeah. All right. So look, I think we could all work punch up for Dan if he wants to. You know, yeah. I mean, look, and this has been we're a, here for you, buddy. This has been a free clinic for everybody. You know, I mean, we give we get a little inside. You know, but yeah. uh, this is you know how the biz works with this kind Can't of stuff. Can't wait you to know? get a season desist from your air quotes lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, it was on his corner. Show some respect. Yeah. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you caught that part of the joke. It was on his it corner. Was on it was his on corner. his corner. Yeah. Twenty yeah. first and sixth, right? Twenty fourth and sixth. Twenty fourth and sixth. Yeah. The other... I, I see. It. That's why I didn't laugh the first time. I, I got you the it. confused. Yeah. That'll happen. And then uh, there were also reports that after this set was over, and somebody else went up. I think our pile went up, and he went up at the end with his DVDs and CDs, offering to sell them as a bundle for twenty dollars, <laughs> which he pledged to donate to the campaign. Right now, and now that, that's that's my favorite angle. Lie. Right, that's my favorite angle because he could have said. Hey, if you donate twenty bucks to the campaign, you can have a CD and DVD. Right. But the fact that he inserted himself into the into the transaction as a middleman really makes me trust him a lot. That he's definitely <laughs> yeah. going to give that money. It's like, yeah, I'll give it later. No, no, yeah. no, yeah, totally. Famously uh, trustworthy. It's like, can't? Why does it have to touch your hands at all? Can't I just give it to him and nope. then you give me the thing? I no, just, okay. I have to put it through one of those machines that puts a fancy band it's, on. It's it for it's for my accounting. Over. Look, my accountant. Well, you know, yeah. as you know, I'm very successful. I have an accountant. And we have to discuss these things. Um, all right, so that's, look, that's comedian Dan. I'm sure he will never come up again on this show. Um, so that was the first and only time <laughs> yeah. that we will ever discuss comedian Dan. And uh, I think we should uh, move along. Let's do it. Number five. Okay, so number five is uh, a very... I, I'm interested to see what you guys think about this because um, I kind of I respect it. So what happened was there was a classic, uh, your classic bougie brunch place in long beach california right you got your mimosas you got your uh your bloody marys your pancakes your eggs all of that uh somebody pointed out on their yelp page they blew this thing wide open there was an ex- expose on their yelp page deep throat yeah um it was it was a one-star review all caps first sentence the chicken they use is from popeyes like which, honestly, that's not a one-star review. I love the chicken from Popeye's. That's the thing. Okay, so this is what's, like, insane about this to me. So, basically, uh, Yelp user Tyler saw people <laughs> who work at this restaurant bringing in boxes of Popeye's to the kitchen. Yeah. Just, like, I guess walking through the restaurant. Just yeah. boxes of Popeye's. He assumed, okay, this must be, like, for the staff. Like, the staff are eating... Popeyes. Popeyes. I guess while they're on the job, I don't understand. But uh, he was suspicious, so he decided to order the chicken and waffles, classic brunch dish, and uh, was then just served a spicy Popeyes chicken tender on... Which, uh, not a bad thing to happen to you, but, you know. Yeah, that's, again, this is a one-star review, uh, probably the only justifiable one-star review of Popeyes to ever exist. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so they they sell these waffles, chicken and waffles, for twelve ninety five at this restaurant. Um, th- this expose occurs, and the owner of this restaurant, uh, Kimberly S, 
says. She's also on Yelp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yelp rules. Yeah, she responded on Yelp. Oh, she responded okay. on Yelp. Oh, yeah, okay. Hi, Tyler. We capital letters proudly serve Popeye's spicy tenders, the best fried chicken anywhere, and from New Orleans. This is not in New Orleans. This is in Long Beach, California. It's good to point out because, you know, Katrina, I guess. Is that supposed to be some kind of <laughs> authentic Louisiana chicken? <laughs> Love that chicken from Popeye's. Yeah, They're Popeye's d- flies sponsor, in. Louis- uh, sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, Popeye's, Popeye's uh, flies in chickens from Louisiana every day, fresh. Well, she does say uh, the best fried chicken anywhere and from New Orleans, which are delivered twice a day. So <laughs> that's also terrible <laughs> because delivered twice a day is fine if it's if it's fresh produce you're putting in a refrigerator. <laughs> Getting food delivered twice a day and then letting it sit out is not. You don't want to eat that... a four-hour-old. You guys know how fried fast Popeyes food, chicken tender fast food ages really well. Yeah. Like you just that's you know... like Sbarro being like fresh pizza cooked twice a day. <laughs> like <laughs> gross. It's like, I better, get in, I better come in around noon then, huh? Yeah, Ugh. get those fresh pizzas. Yeah, um, and so she just she's she basically is just like, uh, I don't see the problem here. Like we uh, we don't mill our own flour, so why would we make our own chicken? You know, I got to give credit to that argument. Uh, it's a little loosey goosey with a few things. It seems like <laughs> a couple regulations, yeah. maybe some. Uh, I love you know. the idea that you would go to a restaurant and there would be like a sign in the window that's like we proudly serve, and then just another Popeye, restaurant's yeah. food. Yeah. Just a completely separate. Like, oh yeah, well we have an Italian place. We serve pizza, but it's uh, it's Papa John's pizza. We, we proudly, proudly serve, serve Papa John's, Papa John's pizza. pizza. We <laughs> make our own pasta, but the pizza. It's like it's almost like it's almost like a it's like a like a chopped thing. Almost, you know, like it's like a where it's like an ingredient that's already done, but then they have to make something out of it, kind of. You know, it's so like they buy the chicken tenders and they put them on. Yeah, the but waffle. you get eliminated from chop for doing that shit. You can't just you can't walk, just pull some fried up. chicken out of yeah. your pocket. I'm not, say, I'm not saying chops. it's. I'm not Spicy saying it would be a winning on a strategy on, like... on chops. <laughs> what are they? Are the you waffles, make a chutney, are the okay? waffles like you... Eggo or something? That would be great. Yeah, it's just a frozen Eggo yeah. waffle on a fried chicken. I like. I don't understand it really on any level because also just from a business standpoint. The the cost of Popeye's chicken has to be much more it than the cost of chicken w- and flour. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree and with like that. breading. But like could you more... make fried chicken as well that's, as Popeye's? That's what it has to be, is that this the chef of this restaurant has to just like be so fucking bad at fried chicken <laughs> that it's unbelievable. And but for some reason is unable to just leave that off the menu and is like, Well, I need to serve chicken and waffles, despite the fact that I cannot fucking figure out how to fry chicken for the life of me. So I'll just get Popeyes. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I don't I would think be... I would be mad as a customer. Um, look, first of all, the first thing about this whole thing is anybody who writes anything on Yelp is like a psycho, probably. Yeah, like, you know, because yeah. Yelp, Yelp reviews are always five or one. There's very rarely anything in between. Uh, it's yeah. real. A really fun um, game is to just search phrases on Yelp to see reviews that contain that phrase. My favorite one of all time is extremely rude to my fiance a classic a classic yelp phrase um another really good one is uh rolled her eyes like that's really good like when people just get like very hyperbolic about how terribly they were treated by a fucking person making two dollars an hour who didn't tip it's excellent my favorite genre of yelp review is the um the group of uh, girls who are having like a wild night out who didn't get into a club oh that's such a good one and then they just write like we all looked hot (laughs) <laughs> and the guy at the door, Matthew, was a total dick. And it's just like this whole screed. And it's like, 
what is this supposed to do? Like, oh, don't really? come here. Like, I it's like a to nightclub. imagine they're all typing on the same keyboard. At the same time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a really I, good uh, one it was to Steph's look up. birthday, and it's yeah. ruined because yeah. I I don't want to I don't want to just do bits because there's like I have a bit about but I did look up my favorite thing is that there's a Yelp page and Yelp reviews for the Holocaust Memorial Museum in DC <laughs> and it doesn't have five stars. There's Whoa. people that are like, there's one guy that got mad because they wouldn't let him drink in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another person that like said that the guards were rude, and I was like, "Have a little." Fucking that's for isn't that for <laughs> isn't that for authenticity though? Rude guards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, "Yeah," because I don't. Nice? I'm trying not to just do the bit on the podcast, but that's right. what it is. It's like, "Hey, did the guards shoot you from a tower?" <laughs> no. The you guard was a total not fuck. Yeah. Never mind. Saw a big pile of shoes. Turns out they weren't for me. I was mad. <laughs> they made me buy Sour Patch Kids. I couldn't. I brought my own. They made me throw them out. It's like, are you sure you were at the Holocaust Sour Museum? Sour Patch Kids would be the worst possible thing to sell the Holocaust Museum. Do they have a concession stand there? That seems weird. Oh, John, this is really affecting you, huh? No, it's these Sour Patch Kids. Sour. <laughs> I got a mouthful of warheads. Just crinkling wrappers in this silent. Fucking yeah, that's what I do. I just I just get a fucking couple bags of sun chips and go into the, <laughs> the Holocaust Museum, have a munch. Just <laughs> the loudest. Just um, dropping crumbs everywhere. Yeah. God damn. But yeah, people on Yelp are are uh, monsters. But I will say, like, if I saw if I was at a restaurant and I saw them smuggling in Popeyes. Yeah. I would probably be like, where should I put this information? Yeah. Probably Yelp. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, at that point, you're just floundering. You're just reaching for anything you can get. Although, like, it is kind of snitching, I guess. I guess it's yeah, Yelping it's, is a form of snitching. But you oh, can't for sure. snitch on somebody that, you, that is, you know, you're paying money to. Like, you, you know, does that yeah, make sense? I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, the thing, like, that I, I generally, like, I like Popeyes, so I wouldn't necessarily care that much, except for the yeah, fact Popeyes that. Yeah, Popeyes is really good. Let's that, like, be on the they record. They just with had that. it, honestly, they just had on the menu and were like, Popeyes chicken, $6. I would order it, <laughs> yeah. probably. The thing is, I deal with the markup. The is, yeah, we're yeah. Forgetting, it's really good. We're forgetting about the whole Popeyes angle here where they're like, we don't want you to sell our chicken in somewhere else that isn't our place. Popeyes is from Louisiana, <laughs> they're laid back. They don't care. They're down home. Uh, uh, they love that. Love just love people marking up. Love that marked up chicken from Popeyes. Yeah. That's what that's what the Yeah, I, I mean I, uh, they it was legally purchased from Popeyes. I assume. I think it's a regulation thing. That's all it is. What do they do if you go to Popeyes, buy, you know, maybe a three piece spicy tender meal with an extra biscuit, something like that? Three ninety nine right now. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go to Popeyes, guys. <laughs> just an hour of silence while we walk to Popeyes. <laughs> Um, so if you go buy a Popeye's meal and then like just walk into their restaurant and start eating it, what can they do at that place? I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you can't eat yeah. that in here. I'm like, well, it is your food, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> like, proudly serve it. Yeah. What if you just go to Popeye's and you walk outside and stand on the corner outside Popeye's and say, uh, three fifty for this uh, this combo meal here? Just do the Tom Green. That's entrepreneurship. I feel like I do the undercutters. Just do the, just do the <laughs> undercutters bit. That's the the classic Tom <laughs> I Green. I went to bit. The, the worst Popeye's I've ever been to. Is until you get the food, and then you're like, this is great. Uh, there's one in like Crown Heights where. Apparently, everyone in the store had decided that the the system of lines was 
not worth it. And it literally was just a crowd, and then they'd go next, and people would rush to try to see who could, like, order first. Who and wants was, Popeyes the most? Yeah, yeah. Like, everything short of just, like, shooting nuggets out of a shirt cannon. <laughs> a nugget cannon. That would be great. Shoot a, They should get rid of those t-shirt cannons, shoot some uh, spicy tenders out of them. The but they have the Chipotle in DC. Have you ever, have you been to the Verizon Center? They have uh, they shoot Chipotle. They have like oh, they, yeah, they, they, have, like, they, have, they have like little parachute burritos. They like, do that shoot. They, like, no, I thought they were they were coupons though. I think, wasn't if unwrap, actual I think if you unwrap food. them, it's like a coupon. They look, they look burrito sized. There yeah, was like a that. festival in Austin, uh, RIP, Fun 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 Fest, no longer uh, in business, that would, uh, between acts, would shoot a taco cannon into the crowd. Uh, and that just seems to like a poor tacos. food. It's not a, that's, that's not a together food. <laughs> so, some of them would, uh, <laughs> some of them would, um, yeah, explode. In midair. It's like, hey guys, hope How? you like, uh, hope you like quiche. It's like, hey, it's not really. You know right. that food that falls apart when you pick it up? <laughs> it it's, was wrapped in tin we... foil. It wasn't just like loose tacos. Well, you know, maybe I didn't think of that. Maybe I'm not so smart. <laughs> I was hoping it was just blowing all the innards out and leaving just... a fucking empty taco shell like a spent cartridge. <laughs> they, like, just a raw it. dog taco. Yeah. Just... It just fires fucking That's... refried beans and ground beef. It's taco the... salad. That's what, and the uh, taco yeah. shell pops out of the top like a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> just smoking on the ground. Yeah, there's a minigun and it goes into it. slow-mo. There's like doves flying by and just taco shells. <laughs> they oh, test boy. the spent shells for like ballistics. <laughs> <laughs> the rifling on this bean <laughs> belongs to a is it too late to do a packet for like Mencia? Mind of Mencia? Oh god damn it. Oh, First we that. have we have nine in bits, we have gross Mencia bits. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, my, All the I, best. My, I, you can email me at officialcarlosmencia at gmail.com and I will get the email. <laughs> I do have that email. So I will go ahead and down. do that. How many others do you have? Because you're also Chili's Restaurants on Instagram. I have Chili's Restaurants on Instagram. I have official Carlos Mencia at Gmail. That's like a forward to my actual email though. Nice. Um, what else? I don't know what I switch it around a lot. I, I I don't know what else I own. I have a lot of stuff that I'm like squatting <laughs> that no one wants. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the rest of it. I had like some. Oh, no, I don't. He's trying to get rich. This you know, guy. cut this yeah. out. <laughs> I, I was trying to think if I had anything and I didn't. You don't actually have to cut it out. Well, uh, on that note, let's uh, let's go to our next thing. All right, number four. Also, KFC sucks, and I always want to say that. KFC's awful. I didn't have KFC at all until like late in my life, and I was like, you guys are in business with this? Come on. Anyways, number four. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you had to just like, hold on. We're not ready yet. Yeah, KFC I'm going to bring the show to a screeching halt and just make it clear. This is, we, yeah. we're, our allegiances are... Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Take your time off your witty Twitter account and... Uh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> a lot of dead air here, guys. GlaxoSmithKline, <laughs> get yourself some decongestants. Uh, number four, I literally, I don't, I don't have enough, as much information about this as others because I literally just found out about it like right before we recorded. So apparently, this is a um, trap. I can't what? wait to find out what he says. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell them what it was. I definitely, we didn't discuss, we don't discuss these rankings. We just, they mm-hmm. just happen to work out really well. Um, so. Uh, Queen Latifah is making a movie. Oh, he did it right. Sorry. Yeah, sure he did do it right. Before we started, uh, Eli kept insisting that this was Oprah. No, I said it once. <laughs> and then I was worried about it, and now you've fucking ruined it. 
And I'm now sorry, any benefit I have from trying to get it right is gone because you you fucking talked to me about snitching. Yeah, that's you true. just snitched live on the cast. I did completely snitch on you. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Just blame okay. the meds. It's God, fine. the Mets? The meds. Oh, the Mets. Yeah, fuck They got them. a new manager. It's a confusing week. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, anyway, this is about Queen Latifah, not Oprah. Yes. Okay. I'm God, still really upset it. about this. <laughs> well, because now I've been exposed. And I didn't wanna, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, because you were like, oh, like, oh, make, like before you were like, make sure you say the right one. And then now I know you were just fucking teeing me up to, to knock me back down. Oh, you know, I was on the top of the mountain, and you kicked me back to the bottom. Uh, anyways, uh, next thing. No. Anyways, KFC sucks. <laughs> so We're Queen Latifah uh, is making a – there's a Lifetime movie that she apparently already made. Apparently it's already done that they're putting out about – it's called – I think it's just called Flint, and it's about the Flint water crisis, which is a great thing to, to, to cover. Um, it would be better to make a movie about – if it had been fixed at all, <laughs> because it's not. It's still going on. They still don't have any water. And it was like, I've tried to think about how it works or why it's, and it was like, okay, maybe it's like awareness in the way, because the obvious question is like, okay, if you're going to spend the production budget of a feature film, I mean, it's, it's a TV movie. It's on Lifetime. If you're going to spend that budget, maybe just give that money to Flint. Like maybe, you know, like it's like this weird like, it, it's it's just strange. It's like if there was a family that you knew was like having money problems, and then you gave you made a donation in their name to like a soup kitchen. Where <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Uh, but they did that, and then I was like trying to figure out. I'm like, what is the deal? Why did they? And I'm like, oh, maybe it's awareness. They're trying to build awareness, but it's a lifetime movie, so no one's gonna fucking see it. Uh, and like, there's that. I mean, I just don't understand. And then they had. The screening for it, they finished it, and they had a screening event in Flint, which really seems... That's the weirdest part to me. That, like, they made a movie about something that is still fucking people over, and they were like, hey, come watch more attractive versions of you experience what you will experience after yeah. you But also, how, how many Flint residents do you think were invited to that premiere? That's true. Probably no, not that many. there's people flying to their city <laughs> to <laughs> go like dress up and stand in front of a movie theater and be oh. like, whoa, this movie we made about how you f- can't drink your water <laughs> is really good. You can't see it. Please actually don't. We'll, we'll have security remove you if it comes oh, to the theater. Right, well, I mean, I hope hopefully the movie is just like an hour and a half of like these officials should be in jail. Like that, I think that would be fine. You know, yeah. I mean, you don't yeah, have to okay. dra- you don't have to dramatize what happened. Just like, hey, the the governor should be in jail. Uh, whoever wasn't, you know, everybody who was supposed to have dealt with this should be, you yeah, know, like it, in should be hiding in their house from angry mobs. I yeah, I get and I, which I think it's that fine. it's like I think it's better. Like at least they're talking about it in some aspect and no, not we're just talking ignoring about it. it we're getting the word out right yeah now. Now, now all these listeners are gonna get i just think it's just like a weird move optically to make a movie about something that's still happening <laughs> yeah that's that has not been resolved yeah what is your third act like, like what's happening and it's like they had to have started it a while ago it's just very it's very strange to me <clears throat> i mean at least like 
I don't know what to do with it. I don't. I, I like. I can't figure it out. It's it's fu- it's fucked up in general that people in Flint don't have water. They should like, just. Have, guys, they should just have made ever... like a set it off sequel with like Queen Latifah. Like, and they just kill everybody who's responsible for Flint. <laughs> yeah, like, they just bring back those characters. Yeah. It's have just... you ever uh, watched a Lifetime movie? Have you, have you guys seen Lifetime movies? I've seen parts of the one with Rob Lowe where he played like the I'm Untouchable bitch, where he was like the the former cop who like killed his girlfriend. Oh, wait, was that the one with the stairs? You push her down the stairs. I can't I believe remember. there's only been one Lifetime movie Peterson? with Rob Lowe. There's got to yeah. be more than well, one. He, well, Something... maybe in like the 90s before he got back to being There famous, is a Lacey famous. Peterson one. But the thing is also, it's like Lifetime's, like their, their niche or whatever these movies about like murder, but now everything's murder. That's, well, that's true. That's, I mean, that's the other thing is that Lifetime like in general seems to have like carved out an, like a thing where it's, everything's really campy, right? Well, so the yeah. Flint movie is probably not going to be campy, I hope. Right? It's that not, doesn't make it's any not sense. It's not necessarily like, I don't know. I mean, it's very melodramatic. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily campy. Okay, fair Lifetime enough. is like sort of like a weird true crime version of the sci-fi network. Like yes. that's sort of that's that's their ghost spiders or whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. like just their like a Sharknado very, is uh is just, Lacey yeah, Peterson a, getting a, murdered. A murderous yeah. husband with like an eight dollar mustache on, just like a <laughs> just just some like party city beard spirit gummed haphazardly yeah. on someone, and then someone, like someone disappearing on a cruise. And like yeah. the girl <laughs> yeah. who played Meadow Soprano is like uh, right. a tough, no-nonsense lady cop who, like, solves it. Like, okay. that's, like, exactly what's going on. So I'm wondering, like, first of all, Queen Latifah deserves better. Uh, she should not be in a Lifetime movie. I think she did it, though. Isn't she? she, pro- she I think produ- she produced it. So this is a passion project. You know? Okay, okay, fair enough, fair Who enough. Who knows? Look. But just, it, also, you'd think if you were, why not do some sort of, like, put, take that money and spend it towards an advertising campaign to actually raise awareness of Flint. Like, there's just better uses for that money. Right? <laughs> Am I crazy? You're right, but it's funny to me how mad you are about this. Well, it's just (laughs) like it's it is really, and I mean, like I'm not gonna go with that, but it's like I went to school in Michigan. It's like I know people who lived in Flint, or like it's yeah, not good. It's already before the water thing is like had its troubles. It's just a little. Well, it's it's just like a parallel to this thing of like the most. This is this is sharing. This is changing your profile picture to the nth degree. You know, this is the this is this the, is how rich people change their profile pictures. They yeah, just they make, make a movie. they make a movie about it. I'm by myself here. Patty is like <laughs> so checked out. Well, you got it. You got a bottle of fresh, clean water next to you. So yeah, that's about true. You I'm part of the problem. Your... Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I was thinking about what the green rooms must have been like at the Flint premiere. Just full of well, they had to bring in so much water. free bottled water as is in every green it's room. Like, yeah, this yeah. sucks. Oh boy, uh, feeling pretty bad about this. Well, have you guys ever seen the movie A Civil Action? Do you know that movie? John Travolta. John Travolta. Um, yeah. It's a similar is it, thing. Is it that movie phenomenon with John Travolta? <laughs> it's actually that movie Michael with John Travolta. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck you guys. Never mind. <laughs> if it's that movie phenomenon, I've no, seen it's about it. it's about drinking water, right? It's, a, it's the same. It's the same thing, yeah. and it's like it's it took place in Massachusetts, and uh, my I remember it because I was thinking about it like with the premiere. They premiered it in the town where this thing happened. Yeah. And my grandparents were involved in the class action lawsuit, and they got to go to the premiere. Uh, which is a shitty prize because I think they got like twenty bucks, like yeah. from the lawsuit. Everybody gets super rich off class actions. It's really great. Yeah. Um, we should keep it. Let's move yeah, on let's, to the next one before <laughs> I get any matter. <laughs> number three. All right, so number three. Uh, this is a a fun seasonal item. Um, saw this uh, 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 Donald Trump's uh, 
uh, daughter-in-law, uh, Laura Trump. She's married to Eric Trump, who I think... There are too many of them. Yeah, well... How um, many are there? Well, she... she So she... I don't know what she did before this, but like the, all the kids have been sort of like co-opted by like the propaganda machine at, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Except and Tiffany. She's still out there Tiffany's doing her own thing. Out in the, Respect yeah, for she's Tiffany. A, she's Tiffany's going to law school like, on the moon. Just like um, Reese Witherspoon in Wild. She's out in the... <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Like she gets the checks or whatever, wild, and that's right? fine. But, but like Eric, Eric seems like... If this hadn't happened and he wasn't like pressed into service as like the guy who's on like Hannity every other you know day or yeah. whatever, he like would because he ran like the charity foundation. And I know there's all that stuff about, but like he seems like he's maybe he's not that yeah. bad. You know, he's not I as like in- instantly loathsome as like the Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. For instance, yeah. But like, I think this. I think his family is mad at him still. Yeah. Because when he was born, instead of like a C-section or anything. He burst out of his mother's chest like an alien. That's what happened. <laughs> He's his... the um, Tyrion Lannister of the Trump yeah. family. Well, they had yeah. him in the cloning uh, thing, and they, they it ended too soon. And mm. he's only like ninety percent done. He's half baked. Yeah. yeah, he's a little underdone. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so Laura Trump, who's his wife, um, she has been doing some of the like insane like Facebook videos, like the Trump like TV videos that they do where it's like, here's all the real news as opposed to what the fake news is telling you. And it's like, right. you know, uh, the stock market's up because everybody in, you know, closed uh, Factoryville, uh, Ohio, who doesn't have pensions, they all love the stock market because they all have huge portfolios. Sure. Um, you know, uh, jobs. They just say jobs because that's another way of, you know, looking good for jobs. Um, yeah. So anyway, so she does that because she's like a pretty blonde and that's like a key part of being part of the Trump apparatus, obviously. Um, and... She posted a thing because this is like the, the remember when everyone was worried whether they were going to separate, you know, the family business from the mm-hmm, government mm-hmm. and stuff. And then everyone just kind of was like, eh, you know, um, they signed a big paper that said, we'll do it. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like his kids, you know, he's going to not run the business, but his kids will just be on uh, political talk shows every day. Yeah. Day. yeah, yeah you know, fine. that classic yeah. uh, separation that we all enjoy. Um, so she posted a thing uh, on Twitter, which is just like a, basically a sponsored post. Um, make hashtag make Halloween great again and order your pumpkin MAGA hat today with a link to the uh, the Trump store. And there's a picture of her uh, with the hat on. I'll, I'll show you guys a bigger picture of that in a second. But um, there's a picture of Trump wherever she is, like a painting of him in yeah. front of the American flag. She's so she's in like a bunker somewhere. <laughs> although there's a window, so I guess maybe not a bunker. But um, I'll give you guys a look at this hat here. First of all, I just want to give you the price point. $45 for a hat. For a Not even a hat. $45 for a baseball cap. For a baseball cap that is orange and has a pumpkin face on the front. And it's sold out. That's just something <laughs> to get that out of the way. Uh, so these people um, can't wait to give money for some reason because it feels like – I mean, I think it's just because everything is sports now. If you sold jerseys, they'd buy them. Sure. Yeah. Um, $45 for a hat that, like, as of this – this post is from October 23rd. So it's a hat you could wear for eight days. Yeah. It would not be like a well, thing. Well, it's got to get shipped to you. It takes. Well. Yeah, it, I'm sure the shipping is more. So <laughs> yeah. it's, like a, it's like a one-time wear, just to let everyone know. And how is it, it a mega hat? Well, that's the other thing. Okay, okay. Because what we're looking at is it just looks like a jack or jack yeah, lantern face on the back. On the back, it says "Make America." You guys don't like again. a really. You guys don't like a really cheap. Um, you know, just like a, it's like yellow um, triangles and a squiggly line. Um, yeah, that costs forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's made. Yeah, I'm sure they say it's made in the USA, uh, proudly made in the USA, and yeah, on the back it just says "Make America Great Again." So it's made um, of the sharpest acrylic that we could find. Just, yeah, <laughs> just the scratchiest. Yeah, um, it'll give you like a head rash because it doesn't that, breathe. Yeah. It's got it that just great exfoliates shape. your head. While <laughs> it's you got wear that it. great shape that all those hats have. They all seem to have. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so this is the, the forty-five dollar mag hat. Um, like I said, uh, this was post from last week. They and they, <laughs> it says on the thing. 
order by October 23rd, which is the day of her post, to ensure delivery before Halloween. Perfect. It's sold out after that date. So there are people who bought the hat that will not get the hat until after Halloween. Or next year. Um, <laughs> they're just going to wear it. because They're, they're going to put it in their shrine. I love to wear a yeah. dumb hat to own the libs. But, um, so I was poking around on this. this it's, a, it's not clear again because they're muddying all the waters on what's, what money's going where and what's going on. But it's like Donald J. Trump, like shop.donaldjtrump.com. Up top, it has like he a, just has a uh, it has the Trump a Pence. big cartel, yeah, <laughs> like a right. Shopify. I, mean, I feel it, like I know there was like tons of like you know like Obama shirts and stuff, but like there has to be a law that you can't have just like a straight up merch shop as the fucking <laughs> yeah. president. Well, you can though. Uh, all those Obama shirts. The best thing about all those Obama shirts was they were so clearly bootleg. Oh, like they yeah. were just made by. <laughs> yeah. Random. I'm sure the DNC sold some random crap. Or sure, whatever, but, but, but this yeah. is not the RNC. This is shop. Yeah, but, you should not yeah. Have but it a wasn't. It wasn't. Store. It wasn't fucking Obama. Right. Big cartel. And, and it has. And it has <laughs> Trump Pence. I think what it is is it has the Trump Pence logo and it says it's the Trump Make America Great Again Committee. So it's probably his reelection. That's what. This yeah, is all going his towards. like pack or something. Like now, um, so anyway, I, I was poking around on the site because there's a lot. Of, they have like dog leashes. They have just a lot of stuff that you know. Would um just to let everyone know that uh you are, are like being grifted like a naked grift you just yeah. like do, you yeah. being a victim of a just the griftiest grift that's ever um, the carney in chief um so it's this thing and I can't even figure out what this is for but it's called the presidential medal <laughs> also costs forty five dollars I'm detecting a theme I think it's because he's the forty fifth president which is very cute all um, right but uh, this is a um let's give you. A, a look at this thing here. It's a commemorative uh, coin. It's of a some medal. Kind. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's which, a medal. Which yeah. is nice because uh, you get to steal a little bit of valor, but I guess you're not stealing valor because you were part of the, the Trump train. So, yeah. but it's not a medal you can wear. Yeah, it's, a, no it's not, bands. there's no, there doesn't appear to be any kind of way to attach like a thing so you can hang it from your neck. It's just a, it's just like a circle. Then, it, and it comes with a little wooden stand. And you can put it and in the stand. And then he scowls at you it, and from you his stand. Trump's scowling face. Super 100% like it's, there's chocolate in the middle. It's basically, yeah. right. And, and, the, and then the back it's a, of it. It's a Hanukkah coin. Yeah, it looks like fucking gelt, dude. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like some goddamn Trump gelt. And, and, and the, back, the back of it has uh, Make America Great Again with an American flag on, uh, design on the back. So you can flip it either way, you know, because okay. you, you put it up on your mantle and you want to have him looking down on you, you know, scowling in that weird way he does. Or you can have the flag and just talk, <laughs> think about how you're making everything that's, greater. It does. Yeah, that's sort how of you make... use like. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. That's like what you know. You can like turn it forward or back to tell like your wife if you want to talk to her or not or something. Yeah, like it's, a, it's like a clotter. If your Trump coin is facing out, that means don't come in. You're having sex. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you flip it back around when it's safe to come in again. It's, if it's the like Trump a... coin is facing outwards. Fuck off. Or, or, you know, something that rhymes with that. It's like a, it's like a, you guys know those clotter rings from Ireland? Yeah. Like yes. if, if they're pointing <laughs> it's a promise in, ring. you yeah. have somebody if you don't. Yeah. So if it's pointing out, uh, then you have Mr. Trump, obviously, because that's <laughs> yeah. the fanatical devotion of the normal people who would buy this thing. It does uh, sort of like make surprised. sense that you can just, um, like it makes sense in the Trump world that you... Uh, would be awarded a medal by buying it. Yeah, like yeah. that, like makes perfect sense to me. And like, I mean, it makes sense too that you would have um, him like in. I mean, it's not actually gold, but you know, um, something that looks goldish. Sure, he's um, he's the correct yeah. color. It's a bronze medallion. So, okay, uh, third place. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna get one and um, gonna. Uh, Rush him at the next event he's at and get shot to death by Secret Service guys. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like I, the kind of behavior you, that's like the track you'd be on at that point, right? That's I'm just, not really. I'm just hoping that like they're 
some idiots like that don't understand that it's not currency and are just trying to pay at the fucking bodega with like a stack of metal. <laughs> They're yeah. like, these are Trump coins. <laughs> We're forty-five dollars like, each. Uh, like a one of those people that's like really into the gold standard, but just with those. Right. Like they're just like we well, need it, to back our securities. Is like, this is like when the because I was saying this just reminds me of those like late night infomercials where they're always selling you commemorative coins. Yes. Right. Well, it looks like a big coin. It's like you can buy like a nine eleven coin. You can buy like an. Yeah. It's because like people just like collecting things and they know their audience because. This is basically like I mean they might as well just start selling like like Trump like MAGA like reverse mortgages like this is they, they yeah. know who they're playing towards you know what I mean so why not just get Antonio Sabato Jr. to do like an like an infomercial yeah and then you can just have like through the Trump organization I mean just go, I mean if you're gonna do the grift do it more sophisticated than this because just like ah sell more hats to these more hats we need to sell more hats to these morons you know like that's I mean. This Go is, big. This is this is the conservative version of crystals. This is like, yeah. Well, like, the thing I was thinking of was I was thinking of Alex Jones's store, which yeah. is very good. Well, he sells stuff that's supposed to you know like fix your body. He basically stuff. sells crystals. He sells right. like supplements and stuff. But he also sells my favorite Alex Jones product um, is his brand of coffee. Mm-hmm. Do you either of you know what it's called? Nope. It's called Wake Up America. Classic. <laughs> so good. It's like good. that kind of makes me like Alex Jones a little bit. Like he's in on it. He, I mean, he is definitely he's in on it. I mean, Wake up, America! Yeah. Coffee, come on. Oh, you know, folks, uh, we're here. Uh, we got it. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been thinking a lot about this metal for the past uh, couple of days. It's really, it, <laughs> and like we're joking about it, but it really makes me upset because it really seems like an insane thing that should not be a thing that uh, people yeah. would want to spend money on. Maybe they haven't sold any. That would be encouraging, but I'm sure they sold some. Oh, and my God. I, I just don't understand. Keep an eye out for this when you go back for Thanksgiving, guys. I don't understand what – does it just go on your mantle and you just are like, there it yeah. is. It goes in your ugly like, glass china cabinet that is so with insane. all your like spoons that you collected when you went to the Florida yeah. Keys. Yeah. And, and like weird racist porcelain salt shakers. Yes, you and like, your precious moments figurines. Yeah. And you're, it, you know, all and that just bullshit. This. And because, and it's yeah. one of those things too, where you can't question what people are doing, because the pivot can become immediately to, uh, well, it's making the libs mad, which is, yeah. obvi- which is again the most important thing that many people do. Yeah. Which we'll get to in a little bit. There's a little more, but 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 <laughs> it's just, just like, it, just hey, why would you wear that stupid hat? It's like exactly that right there because you're mad. It's like you look like a moron. You like, paid forty five dollars right. for a hat, you like, fucking just, idiot. Just make it a fucking web page where you can donate and use PayPal, and then whenever you PayPal, the web page confetti comes down and goes, "You triggered a lib," and right. they can dance or whatever. <laughs> we they should do. Just, we should make that site. I mean, that's that like what all of these conservative like. Uh, like we were talking last week about the guy singing the national anthem in the mine. Like that's what he did. He's just like buy my album, make a lib mad because I sing the national yeah, anthem. Well, Trump, yeah, well, Trump. I mean, Trump uh, had a petition that he sent around. It was like a uh, sign the petition that you stand for the anthem. It's like these most of these people aren't at athletic events. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I stand. I stand. If it, you know, I stand. It's at just, home. it's just straight up the fucking. Black Knight from Monty Python. It's that. It's like, scared, are you? It's like, no, man, you got no fucking legs, dude. What are you doing? That's cool. Anyway, so we're gonna we're all going to get presidential medals. Yes. Yeah. Then, I'm definitely uh, buying these for everyone again, for Christmas. donate to our GoFundMe. We're all going to drink poison. Well, we have to record our album of us singing the national anthem, and then we'll sell it and we'll buy medals. Yeah. Perfect. This is the, we, we, we figured out the terms of the grift. The Sweet. new economy. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's move it along. Yeah. Number two. Okay, so number two uh, is a very, uh, it's very near and dear to my heart. I really enjoy this story. 
Um, it, especially because it came on like a really shitty day in the news cycle. Um, and also like a day where just everyone was like f- mad all day. And then yeah. this story happened and it is about, you may have heard of it. Um, Trump was uh, at a doing a press event at a Secret Service training facility uh, about a week ago. And he's standing there with Melania, Melania, Melania. Um, and she's she, she looks like Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> like she's wearing a trench coat and sunglasses. That. And so all the like insane people, uh, all the like insane Russia people started talking about how she was fake. She's yeah. not the real Melania. She is a stand in. Um, and it started. It was started by a guy who sells drugs. He's like a pot guy. Yeah, he so has it's, a so it's a, just a, an open. It's just another one of those examples guy. of just like a guy who sells edibles. It's, it's like it's like it's like hackier than you could make up. Like what yeah. the story is like, oh, he's like he's too <laughs> high, man. He thinks it's not her. Like he yeah. just hands you a nitrous balloon and then is like, you know, it's not the real first lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like I really enjoy it. Number one because I love um, crazy conspiracy Russia people. Yeah. They're excellent, and I just also love that. If if that is like, she could not look shiftier. Like if they're trying to make her look uh, un- not suspicious, yeah, she's wearing a trench coat and sunglasses, and um, she looks like a sec. She's wearing a sexy uh, bad guy from the neighborhood watch sign costume. Yeah, yes. yeah. Halloween. <laughs> and I just also and like in the talk, <laughs> Donald Trump is like. My wife, who's right here, like he like gestures to her to be like, "This is definitely this my, is wife, my wife." Just so we all know, uh, it's really good. And she has those like super piercing eyes, and she had sunglasses on, and that was enough to be like, "Well, I haven't seen the eyes, so yeah. I, you know, yeah. how can I really know?" And, and it is, I don't know. I think that like the idea, I, I love like the pod people, like you know, thing where it's like, like there's a there's a mental. Uh, illness called a uh, Capra's delusion where like you just wake oh, up and you yeah. think that your wife isn't your wife anymore. Yeah, you think everybody's yeah. a clone. There's and... Capgras and then there's Cotard is even better, which is an evolution of Capgras where you think that you are dead. And Ugh. anyone can tell you, they'll be like, you're not dead. And people die because they just stop eating because like, I don't need to eat because I'm dead. And then yeah. they do die. Jesus. Anyways. So yeah, yeah that's so, just so... Some, of, some of my uh, extracurricular Hall- interests. <laughs> Halloween episode. Very yeah. spooky. Ooh. But so no, I, so I love all that stuff. So I love the idea that, and yeah, the idea that you have like, you know, I don't, I mean, the Russia people, like they didn't go for it as much as you would hope, I don't think, but I would love to have seen like a, an Eric Garland thread on, you know, if only F you Vlad, you know, like when he, you see over the weekend, he, he got mad about the, he's like the Moscow mule is no longer the Moscow mule. What did he call it? It's the democracy donkey. Oh, and then he took a picture. He wasn't even drinking one. He took a picture from Wikipedia. He took a picture from Wikipedia and also he described a little strong. He described yeah. uh, how to make a democracy donkey, and he puts mint in a Moscow mule, which yeah. is proof that he's a fucking cop. Yeah. That's not <laughs> how you make a Moscow mule. Can't do that. Disgusting. Yeah. That's cool. We got Freedom Fries now. Uh, we got Freedom Fries are back. Uh, you know how everyone drinks Moscow mules all the time? Well, you get I mean, used do. to a new I name. Just, I, I, <laughs> they were back for like the summer, but then it was like, don't drink out of the copper glasses anymore. Was I think the, Is that a thing? Apparently. Is it like bad? Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Whatever. I already got vaccinated. It's all over for me. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, we're all just <laughs> counting down. Uh, Venom, I mean, I could see them having a fake Melania because I could see her wanting to spend as little time as possible with him. But... That's that's the thing is, like, I think the reason people think that she looks shifty 
is because she's ashamed to be there. Yeah. yeah. It's her. She just doesn't want people to see the sadness in her eyes. Like, so no, she's wearing big sunglasses. My husband should be insulting this woman, this war widow, you know. Exactly. And, 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 and well but I also don't like how that feeds into the whole narrative of her as like, you know, we gotta free Melania. It's like, oh, oh no, right. man. Like, yeah. you know, she knew like she didn't know who he was when she agreed to marry him or started dating. Right, him. like he's been fucking people over for a while. He's it's like not... the most obvious con man in the world. Like so this idea that, you know, oh and it turns out he's not a nice guy to be around. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-oh. Couldn't tell that from uh three seconds of dealing with him. But, yeah. yeah. I mean I don't just... feel bad for her, but I also do think she is uh, very embarrassed. I don't feel bad for her. I would. I will die to protect Baron Trump. That's really where I'm at. That's yeah. the most important thing. I'm Sweet one of those. Ins- I'm one of those insane grandmas on Twitter who's like, "We love Baron. We have to keep him safe." I saw a Baron, um, like a protect Baron account the other day. That's, that was like a Baron fan page. Yeah, that's again normal behavior mm-hmm. in a democracy. Not weird culty uh, dictator stuff. You know, you buy your, yeah. your medals with the guy's face on it. You love the whole family. I'd buy a Baron way. medal. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he's definitely gonna turn out good. It's you know rule of a, threes or whatever. He's just like he's gonna be the... AJ Soprano, I think. Yeah, yeah like he's true. just gonna like he's gonna go through an angsty fa- phase. He's, read some Howard's in. Yeah, he, I mean he's he's the Trump son that's gonna go to like Bard, like yeah. for sure. But like I don't even know anymore. Like, like that that that's his role is to be the one that yeah. becomes like an artist. Yeah. Yeah. He'd still be he'd still be shitty. He'd be Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was implied when you said he'd go to Bard. Yeah, He's yeah. shitty. He'd be the one who would like talk about all that stuff but then like use it to like l- just exclusively to like lure women. Like it'd be mm. bad. Anyways, I'm going to get fired from SNL now. Yep, uh, way to go. <laughs> Classic mistake by Eli there, really going in on Baron too much. But we got we got to keep him safe. The Trump fandom is pissed now. You yeah. know, they're like it's crazy. Build, they're about build, as crazy as the Harry build Potter. Build a fandom. wall, build a wall around Baron. Come safe. <laughs> Protect him. <laughs> Put him in an igloo. All right. <laughs> Guys, we have, <laughs> we have reached the number one spot. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. All right. So um, this is a, and a lot of you probably saw this. If you're listening to this, you are probably extremely online. So you know a lot of this stuff. But um, for those of you who don't know, there's, there's, a, there's a group called Turning Point USA. And it's... Um, it's like a it's like a national organization that's setting up chapters at colleges to basically run their like college Republican apparatus to like make kids conservative basically or to like you know to tell them that it's cool capital gains tax is not cool you know estate tax is not cool what is cool is tax credits and you know stuff like that so they basically just like subtweet the DSA right like and, that's and, like their job and they're really insanely uh, bad at it which is weird because because it seems pretty clear that there is a lot of Republican dark money going into this organization. So it's like the Koch brothers or the Mercers or whoever it is. But um, the individual chapters seem to have some autonomy because there's the the, the, the spokesman for Turning Point USA, the spokesboy. Uh, he's like 24. He's a kid who is named, I think his name's Charlie Kirk. Does that sound right? Yeah. And he's just oh, like a, right. yeah. So he's just yeah. like a, a guy who just goes on TV and says socialism is bad and people were mean to him because he was conservative in college or mm-hmm. whatever. He looks like one of those dolls where when you push the bottom, it falls down. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah so he's <laughs> also like that. His yeah. whole backstory is interesting because like his dad was like a project manager on several Trump construction projects. So it's like, okay, so this is already going back a little further. Yeah. And uh, in, his, in his something, he said that he lost out his spot at West Point where he was supposed to go to a less qualified candidate because of affirmative action. Oh, So there's your, like, there's your, there's your like, West Point. shitty supervillain origin story um, yeah. is that I didn't get to go to um, 
to West Point. So anyway, so the, the Kent State uh, uh, TPUSA chapter, uh, Kent State, the most famous for you know being the place where um, the protesters got shot by the cops. Yeah, just a really cool place to like uh, talk about how cool it is to be a conservative. Yeah. Kent State, just yeah, yeah, just a cool place to go <laughs> and talk talk about anybody complaining about anything from the authorities uh, is just whining. You exactly. Know, that, you know, that's, yeah, that's, especially that's, especially to use the words like safe space. Like that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So so they um so they did a little uh, little viral uh, protest or whatever you want to call it where they set up like. It's like two thirds of one of those, like uh, you know, um, yeah. Like, it's like a cr- like a it's like two thirds of a crib. Gate. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like one of those gates you put across the door. So they hooked like three of those together, but didn't actually enclose them. And uh, there's a guy who's dressed. I guess they're supposed to be dressed like kids, but he looks kind of like Luigi here. I don't really know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's wearing like overalls. Overalls and like a, I think it's a green shirt. Um, but the the real star of the show here is uh, there was a guy who wore a diaper, just um, fully with a t-shirt tucked in out. Diaper. So we've hit the point yeah, now where just we're actually very Tommy Pickles style right. yes. outfit. So we're, we have a some kind of college age kid. I think um, he had a pacifier. He had a pacifier. He's sucking his thumb in one of these things. Um, and so we're at the point now where it's the best way to own the libs is to wear a diaper in public and just sit on the ground yeah. in a diaper. I, which I agree with. I'd like to say that it shook me. It really triggered me pretty bad. And if they kept doing it, I would probably become I, conservative eventually. I fell down a flight of stairs when I saw yeah. it. No, I have not been so disturbed as a lib since Gavin McInnes was making people lie down in trash uh, dumpsters. Yeah, to, face down. To own me. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, so it's, it's really... It's tough to look so, at. So the, the yeah, protest is... Safe, scared me a lot. Safe spaces are for children, and you can't really see the perspective of the photos here, but they posted them online, which is why people find out about them, but like, there's, yeah, there's, there's, like two, a, there's two people taking pictures of them there is another shot from behind them facing out from beyond the crib that they have set up, and there's nobody there. There's just nobody as far as the eye can see. So this was done <laughs> for, for no, like, there was nobody who was upset by this. This did not get anything across other than just, is that guy wearing a diaper? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. And I think somebody's blowing bubbles in one of these things. But so, um, so anyway, so people had a, had a good laugh with that. That was uh, posted um, on the 19th. And, uh, uh, so Thursday, and uh, so that was a, that was a fun time. Thursday, the, so we're literally only uh, wearing diapers to own the libs. And then this is my favorite part because, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of money coming into Turning Point USA. It's not clear where it's from, but it's probably from like some of these big money donors, and because they want to like they're desperate for anything to like get the kids in on the whole you know yeah. conservatism yeah. thing. So I was like, hey, you guys like memes? Like, well, here's um here's a meme of uh. Bradley Cooper uh, used without his permission, like a picture of his face talking about why socialism is bad or something like that. Like, you know, so it's like they just like put, did Bradley Cooper say anything about socialism ever? Or they just like... do stuff like that all the time. They'll okay. just, do, they'll just use like, like people's pictures. Just different syllables out. And he's like, socialism. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, it's just, it's just a picture with like a, like a ton of impact font. Oh, so yeah. it's like a, it's like a success win meme of yeah. like yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio in a suit. Right. Or like, or like it's fucking Sean Penn from Lord of the Rings. Like one does not simply walk into socialism. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like that's what it is. Sean, Sean Penn from Lord of the Rings. Oh, is that Sean, what? I'm on med. <laughs> Sean Bean. I mean, it's a more interesting movie, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's, ring! it's just Mystic River, yeah. <laughs> Except it's about a ring. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so so uh, so TPUSC, the national, uh, their national chapter. We wanted to make sure everyone saw the statement about the TPUSA at Kent event. Let's keep educating in the fight against safe spaces. Yesterday, it came to our attention that one of our chapters did an event opposing safe spaces at Kent State University. 
While we support all of our chapters to do innovative and creative activism events, this is not good English, this event clearly crossed the line and delved into the very obscure and inappropriate. <laughs> so that's how <laughs> we're characterizing obscure about it. It's throwing on a dipe. They're, I think the they're just try, they're basically trying to signal, look, we are not, even though we're called Toilet Paper USA, <laughs> we are not in any way adult baby fetishists. Right. We're not adult baby yeah. fetishists. Uh, and and the, the, I like to imagine the backstory of this because, it, you know, and I'm like, David, is it David or Charles? I always forget which one's which. I think it's Charles, I but I'm, who knows? So I'm, I'm picturing David Koch getting pulled out of the opera because he lives in New York and goes to like the Met all the time. And they're like, yeah. having to answer his phone and be Mr. like, Koch. hey, what? <laughs> they're wearing diapers? <laughs> what? Hang on. For what? To, to, because a safe space. Okay, can we get like a, can somebody do something about this? And then somebody had to draft up a statement explaining why di- uh, diapers are. Very obscure and inappropriate. Obscure yeah. is an interesting word for that. Yeah, that's it's. Some would say wrong. Some would say inapplicable. <laughs> yeah. So and, and I think they're I just think trying to be like, we're not perverts. You're the perverts right. for thinking we're perverts. Well, no, they, they distance themselves. They say some ideas work but great. Like we said it did trigger us quite. Yeah, a bit. yeah, that's true. Uh, I got are... very scared and I, I jumped up so high that I hit my head on a light bulb and broke it, and I got electrocuted like in Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Classic own. It happened. Uh, yeah. So they they make it a point that this event was not approved by our regional or local field staff. So somebody who has a job where they go to an office every day had to field the crisis response to everyone laughing at the kids at Kent State who wore diapers to own the libs. That's what that's just that, that to me is is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I like the idea that they need someone to come intervene to protect them yeah. um, from free speech. So, yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> um, you know, just to to do some damage control for everyone in the entire yeah. world laughing at them. So How do that, you not give somebody in a diaper a wedgie? Just like you got to, you got to just like go old school. Can you imagine if you were in college and you saw like you know, because, like, I don't know. I went to a pretty liberal school, but there are definitely, like, a few token conservatives that just would argue with all the professors and sure. make class incredibly yeah. tedious and boring. If you saw all of those kids hanging out together yeah. in diapers you with just, pacifiers. You just see an arm shoot up, the receding into the sleeve of an Under Armour tech polo. <laughs> just one of those polos that's, like, performance fabric. Oh, my God. It's, uh... And you know what's coming. You yeah, know yeah. what... Ooh. Accusation of a logical fallacy is yeah. going to derail the class. Yep. Let me hear what you want to, what you have to say with your moisture wicking polo. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think, I mean, we had, we had, I mean, we had stuff where like the, I think it was the like there were there were people on campus who like, um, I think it was staff like staff were trying to unionize or were on strike or something mm-hmm. about you know for and they were on like a hunger strike maybe no it was for Israel Palestine so Palestinian okay. students were were on a hunger strike I'm trying to make mixing all these things up but. Um, and the like college Republicans or somebody did like a grilling event like right next to where they were all like and it's like all right like I mean that's that, literally a plot point in PC right I mean and it's and, pretty funny and, <laughs> and that's what and that's PCU what every is great I mean, PCU right. rules and that's what everybody who's like the age of like I mean not that they've seen PCU but like people that are that age think that every college is like that people are just running around screaming at each other and saying yeah, hey yeah. you're problematic hey you're problematic when it's really just um, but anyway most look. people are just getting uh, drunk. And That's like that was me. Each other, I didn't have a whole well. lot. I didn't have a whole lot to to say about the um the grilling or not grilling situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, look. Uh, sometimes you screw up. Sometimes you put on a diaper to own the libs, and uh, you know, dad has to come tell you to to cool it, cool it down a little bit. You know, otherwise the, the, <laughs> they're going to turn the spigot off, and you'll stop yeah. getting that sweet sweet dark Republican money. Yeah. 
and it's just uh, perfect. You're like the putting on diapers to protest them. It's like, oh, and then did you get scolded by an old? <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's you're just actually a child. Hey, now. Uh, guys, you know, I know. Look, we tr- I know we're we encourage free flowing ideas and all that stuff, you know. And as the regional uh, head of TPUSA for the Upper Midwest, you know, I I, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I think it was a you, you guys went for it, and that's cool. Wish you would have run oh, yeah. it by us. We would have. The diaper thing is a little <laughs> bit weird. We're trying to kind of. I don't know. It, like it's not sexual, but it feels kind of sexual. I and, like the idea know. of like also everyone in the thing trying to convince that guy not to wear a diaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. all of his uh, friends. Yeah, then maybe it's like you really don't need to. We'll get the point if you just like, just just be like playing with Legos or something. Yeah, really? yeah. And he's like, no, hey, I'm doing it. I'm wearing the diaper. Do you think you could at least Land- not yeah. tuck your t-shirt into your Landon? diaper? Hey, Landon, can you? <laughs> like, my no. shirt's too long. If I, if I wear my shirt untucked, it'll be like I'm wearing nothing on the bottom. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I don't know if which one's worse, actually. That <laughs> one, that sounds worse now. Yeah. So uh, everyone should align themselves behind whatever, Charlie, what's his name? Charlie Kirk. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make more fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he's he's a, he puts himself in the memes now. So he because he's reaching yeah. a certain level. Oh, and he just had his like twenty fifth birthday. He's, oh, he's happy super birthday, young. man! And he posted a picture happy of him. Birthday. And it was him, it was him with uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, Sebastian Gore, you know all these party guys uh, you want to hang out with? A gutted Seb- elephant. <laughs> Sebastian uh, Gore. You know who you want at your twenty fifth birthday? Yeah. yeah. That's because Fucking um, I'm starting to think Gorka. that maybe this guy doesn't have a whole lot of uh, friends his age. That's a, yeah. something I'm thinking might maybe be true. Oh, man, his, he has a yeah, he has a very strange look has, about him. He looks he looks like if a nutcracker quit nutcracking and got a job as an accountant. Yeah, like and, he like, has, shaved off the big goatee that they have. He has like you know I mean? a lot of head and then not a lot of face. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's just like a tiny face in the middle of this big pumpkin. He's head. like little bites from Rick and Morty. Anyone? Who's the? No. Huh? Oh boy, I'm one of those guys now. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Give, me <the> <laughs> Give me the sauce! Give me the sauce! Yeah. Go. So we all we all called back to something that was embarrassing. This week. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. The whole thing has been really. Um, I'm gonna sleep for 14 hours. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I guess well, I guess that's that was the week. Uh, it was pretty dumb. Uh, there's more to come, I'm sure. Um, you guys got anything you want to plug? I was gonna say that. Uh, Eli and I run a uh, stand-up comedy show at yeah. a bar in New York uh, called Karma Lounge. Uh, the show's called Bad Karma. It's every Friday at uh, 8.30. You can smoke at it. You can smoke yeah, you there. Can it's smoke really weird. cigigarettes inside. It's, it's a hookah very bar. Strange. Um, <laughs> that used to be a thing that would probably be an attraction. It seems like like more sorry. often than not, it's like, I don't want to go there. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You can. It's not that smoky. You can I don't want to bait, like bait and switch yeah. people. I don't want people to come and be like, "Well, you didn't tell me it was going to be." So uh, <laughs> anyway, look, it's it's eight thirty Fridays. It's on uh, it's on third and first in the East Village, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's always a good show. Yeah. You didn't do the nine and thing. You should have repeated the address a bunch of times. Oh yeah, the corner. Then... It's on my corner. <laughs> yeah. It was on my co- was on my corner. I know. Um, Every time I see Patty perform, I go, "What is somebody trying to charge a Samsung Galaxy Note 7? Oh, yeah. yes. oh. I get it. Because I had a really good set. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bomb, or is someone charging a Galaxy, Galaxy Note, Note 7? 7. <laughs> Boom! Uh, I want to plug um, the Monday after this comes out, uh, Monday, October 30th, if you're in Brooklyn or New York, um, I'm doing a benefit show for Jabari Breesport, who's a very cool uh, candidate uh, in like the bedside Clinton Hill area. There's a fundraiser for him. It's at Come On Everybody at 9 p.m. on October 30th. Um, also, uh, thank you, Dan Chamberlain, for our voice yes. things. 
And I think that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Shelby. Uh, yeah. Always. Thank you, Shelby, our producer, Shelby. I want to go ahead and plug uh, next Tuesday, the 31st, is Halloween. So go have fun with that. It's pretty big. It's a good thing to plug. <laughs> yeah. Wear something nice. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>